0: Right here, right now, this
1: is SG1 Radio. Hello, and welcome to the Yanis Gikuma Show, where we explore life success principles using the best selling personal development books of all time, starting with the Bible right here on SG1 Radio. My name is Yanis Gikuma, and am I grateful to be alive? For the past few weeks three, four weeks, I have been missing in action because of COVID, and I want to say thank you so much for sticking around and staying with me regardless. And for that, I am so honored to be alive today. Uh, as you know, the show is normally a combination of thought-provoking, life-changing, and encouraging messages um, created with you in mind, with a mixture of music, obviously, to help us go through it together. Now, since I started the show, I did not know I was going to last for the rest of the year, right? And here we are, the last Sunday of 2020. What a wonderful year this has been in many different odd ways. Some of us have lost their loved ones. I have lost friends, friends. Um, but yet here we are. You are listening to me and I'm speaking with you. And I want to say thank you for sticking with me. Now, if you've missed some of the past shows, you could always find them on podcast, uh, iTunes, Spotify um, and many other places, including including uh, Pandora and YouTube as well. Follow me on, on Instagram uh, and on YouTube and other social media platforms to keep um, uh, to keep abreast of what I am working on now. I'm going to finalize today's message that we started a few weeks ago. It's on courageous, so a call to be courageous, demystifying fear, so that you can follow your God-given dream. Now, before I play our first song, I got two things to do. Number one is a quote of the day from Dale Carnegie, who said, "Inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds competence and confidence and courage." If you want to conquer fear, do not sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. Let me read that one more time. Inaction breeds breeds doubt and fear. Okay, so it's almost like lack of action is, uh, is what breeds fear. So the opposite of fear is action. Okay, action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit home and think about fear or think about it. Go out and get busy. What a powerful word to get us started, to get us closing 2020 and getting us into the spirit of 2021. The last thing I want to do before I, before I play the next song, our first song, is have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for seeing us through 2020. The year where COVID took many lives, fear destroyed trust and racism uh, was displayed shamelessly through, uh, throughout the world that the heart of mankind indeed does need a touch and your love for us has not wavered we thank you that we are alive this moment and that we can sing of your mercy and kindness throughout the rest the remaining part of the year we also ask and declare by faith that 2021 will be the year whereby we will live more courageously take more action by loving others as much as we love ourselves thank you in jesus name amen and i hope you have actually believed in that prayer because i tell you what unless we speak what 2021 will bring god forbid should it be a repeat of 2020 anyway let's let's listen to our first song and uh this is by by nate benjamin featuring Becca share and it is revivals we do need a revival check this out
0: here, right now, this is
1: SG1 Radio. Hello once again and welcome to the Yannis Gikuma Show where we explore life success principles using some of the best-selling personal development books of all time, starting with the Bible. That there was Nate Benjamin when uh, featuring Becca Share with Revivers. And after such a tiresome, a long lockdown year 2020, we definitely need a revival towards the end of this year. I hope that you believe this. When I believe, though, I need some revival, man. I need some new energy. And as you can hear, I'm excited because, you know, I survived COVID. But I know how lucky I am. Many did not get this chance. And if you did, don't take your life for granted, man. Because life is too short anyway welcome back to the show um and that was revivers with becky share and i'm feeling revived and i think i want to continue with this energy of revival until i take on 2021 by the horns anyway we are talking about courage last week uh well for the past few weeks we've been going through uh what i called uh, a call to be courageous to demystify fear and follow your god-given dream now throughout the uh, throughout the series we I, I, I decided to take on the five most common human fears as in as long as you're a human being you're gonna be struggling or you're gonna be faced by some of these fears and um, and among them these are psychologically uh, put together so which means there's a lot of research that has gone on to put this uh, these categories together and we looked at the fear of extinction um, and this is where uh, someone is afraid um, um know of being obliterated but before i go into the others i want to ask you a question what are your top concerns and priorities what are some of the things that you you know you're afraid of you know what have you faced this year that has tested your beliefs that has tested your values that has caused you to reevaluate your life or did you become disconnected did you choose not to feel the pain and the suffering of others because if you did you have shut your heart of compassion. You have shut your, your, your intuition from the connection of the whole. And I hope that through some of these messages that you will open up and, and dare to feel other people's pain. Because in daring to feel other people's pain, you are also expressing your own pain. And likewise, if you, if you can feel other people's pain, you could also appreciate their joy. So it's it's about you us expanding our current comfort zone and going beyond ourselves, as it were, going beyond the me, myself, and I to accommodate the other person. Now, fear is not a it's not a bad thing. It's neither good nor bad. Fear is just that. It's a tool. It's a system that you have within your biological being. Okay, and and your psyche, your biology. In fact, if I could say, if there is one thing that connects the biology and the psyche is fear it is not to be feared though fear is to be understood okay fear is an indication that something needs to change that you're going towards a direction that you maybe need to make sure it is the correct direction. If we do not check, then we end up jumping into the boat and chances are we'll be drawn by the current that is flowing. If you find a mob fighting without knowing what they're fighting for, you may be like, you know, um, uh, some people who just go in and join in and will ask questions later. Or you're going to take a step back and think, why is the fa- why are they fighting? And should I get into the fight? If you just get into the fight, you might end up getting hurt because you followed in uninformed courage, which technically is also part of being a coward. Fear is something that gives you an indication and asks you, do you know the direction you're going? Okay. Now, sometimes it's because you need reassurance. Sometimes you need to uh, to remember things. But what, ha- what happens whenever fear overtakes you there's a part of your brain called the amygdala. When that level of uncertainty uh, gets overwhelms your brain, fear kicks in, and a number of chemicals are flooded in your brain. However, there are five key fears that we all share as humans. Um, these have been categorized uh, by a gentleman called Dr. Karl Albrecht. He's a German doctor, but I think he lives in the U.S. And he put the f- five categories of fear. He says the number one fear is the fear of extinction. As I was saying earlier, the fear of extinction. Number 2 is the fear of mutilation. Now we're going I'm going to go through this in just a bit of detail to refresh your mind because this is the last session of fear. The loss of autonomy. Um we're going to look at the fear of separation and finally today we'll go in a little bit in the fear of the ego death. That is pretty much it's a very interesting. So it's going to be quite an in, an informative session today. Before we go into our next Uh, uh, Before we continue into the elaborations of those fears, let's listen to our next song by Casting Crown, which is the voice of truth. And I do hope that through this, you will hear the voice of truth calling upon you. Listen to this.
2: I'm out of this boat Under the crashing waves To step out of my comfort zone Into the realm of the unknown Where Jesus is And He's holding out his hand. But the waves are calling out my name And they laugh at me Reminding me of all the time I tried before and failed The waves, they keep on telling me time and time again, boy, you'll never win. You'll never win. But the voice of truth, tell me a different story. The voice of truth, says do not be afraid. And the voice of truth, said this is for my glory. Out of all the voices calling out to me, I would choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. Mm. So what I would do to have the kind of strength it takes to stand before a giant. Just a sling and a stone Surrounded by the sound of a thousand warriors Shaking in their armor I wish i would have had the strength to stand But the giant's calling out my name And he laughs at me Reminding me of all the times I've tried before in faith The giant keeps on telling me Time and time again, boy, you'll never win. You'll never
3: win. But the voice of truth, tell me a different story. The
2: voice of truth, says do not be afraid. And the voice of truth, Says this is for my glory. in the voice of
0: right now. This is SG1 Radio.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Jesus, you are the voice of truth. Have you been overwhelmed this year by the fear and anxiety? COVID has taken over. People are afraid of death. The voice of fear has been so loud. But I hope you and I will choose to listen to the voice of truth, the voice of none other than Jesus Christ saying, fear not, I have overcome the world. You will not die. You will definitely not die. If you're listening to me, you will not die. Declare with me, I will not die, but I will live to sing of the wonders and the goodness of God in 2021. Hallelujah. Anyway, here I am. I'm getting excited. You can already hear. Um, But welcome once again to the Ernest Gukuma Show, where we explore life success principles using some of the most powerful personal development books of all time, starting with the Bible right here. On SG1 Radio. Uh, And and today's message is the final one on the call to be courageous, demystifying fear so that you can follow your God-given dream. Now, if you don't know what the dream is, don't worry. Next year, 2021, I've got a good lineup of material that will help you unveil or discover your God-given dreams and potential within yourself. It's all about the big picture. But don't be afraid. Don't worry if you do not have it. Just go with me. Anyway, so let's recap over the past few weeks, uh, four weeks to be precise, about, it's about eight weeks now, um, on what we've been going through. And the first fear was a fear of extinction. And this is the fear of annihilation uh, or ceasing to exist, as in, you know, just literally death. This is a fear that is very common in most of us. Um, and whether you may consciously know it or not, you are biologically designed to actually run away from death. Okay, Uh, it's just the fear of death. Um, And some people are afraid of heights because of the underlying fear of death. Some people are afraid of superstitions. Why? Because of the underlying fear of death. In fact, some people are afraid of hell. And therefore, the the underlying uh, fear there is the fear of death. But let me tell you something. Death is not really truly that bad. Okay, in fact, death is not bad at all. It is the transition from this awareness to the next level of awareness. It is the departure of the soul spirit man from the biological home that he's been living in. And that's why when we know we are all headed there, then it's better to equip yourself. Equip your spirit and soul in the correct way and therefore you'll not be afraid of death. Right? Number two, the fear of mutilation. Um, And this is uh, the fear of losing some parts of your body. This could be, you know, being afraid of being attacked by an animal, being hit by a car, sitting in a wheelchair because you had a fall or you had a brain hemorrhage or whatever. Anything that would cause you to feel anxious about a, a particular biologically disabled state, that is the fear of mutilation, right? And to some people, these fears are so real. But again, the underlying aspect there is, because I do not know where I am from and maybe I don't feel as if I would want to go through it now with someone else and therefore would not want to put myself in that position. I don't want to put anyone in a position where I don't wish to be, which kind of may sound noble, but again, it is a fear and it would need to be checked. Now, this appears in the the fear of bugs and spiders and snakes and this kind of creatures because we are afraid of the venom in them. Another fear, number three, is the fear of loss of autonomy. This is one of the things that you're hearing, the anti-vaxxers, uh, the Black Lives Matter, all these people saying, I will not be silenced, we should not be silenced. Is uh, the, the, Most of them are speaking the truth, but some of them are responding with a fear of loss of autonomy. The fear of being immobilized, parallel, restricted, and even equal, to a certain extent enveloped. The lockdown is a very good example of loss of autonomy. I mean, you know your mother, your, your cousin is across the road, but you're told you cannot go to visit them. Why? Because there's going to be consequences. Right? So we feel smothered. And the only way we, we, we fight this fear is either we die from within, we start losing that connection with the outside, or we vehemently express uh, the energy by rioting another fear the sphere of separation this is as old as man himself if you go if you can remember the genesis or any books most of the books about the creation story because it's not only recorded in the bible god told adam if you eat the fruit you will surely die okay then the snake comes and says did he say you will surely die well you're not really going to die the thing is they did not have understanding of what he meant. And here, this separation is the beginning of death where you are disconnected from your source of life. So death began in the Garden of Eden when that separation or, the, or, the, or, or death was released. Separation from the source, from the Father, started when Adam chose otherwise. Okay, Separation, uh, there's a lot of people who struggle with this kind of fear. And especially when children are left uh, at a young age, or they grow without knowing their mom or their dad, there are questions that are never answered, and these people can grow a very—they uh, uh, grow an unhealthy form of attachment. Okay, connections becomes very difficult. They do not want to connect with anyone else because this person may also leave, may also go. And I have experienced this as an individual. My mom died when I was a young boy. Um, And through that, I left one of my youngest sisters who did not know the man. And that has had its own consequences. So what I'm saying is, this is not something that you read in books. This is stuff that happens to most of us. In fact, to a lot. And another thing that comes up so often is when you are betrayed by your first love, whether that is man or woman. When the first person who loved or presented themselves as though they loved and cared for you, when they leave you, it is called, many many people say, he broke my heart. So it's important then to realize that breaking of the heart there creates a void and starts to create or to germinate the seed of fear of separation. When we come back, we're going to be looking at the fifth and the final uh, uh, in the list of the fears, which is ego death. Stay with me. In the meantime, listen to this one.
3: was in the green room and I went into a vision. and I saw a horse. I'd never seen it before. It was like translucent, but there was fire coming out from inside of it. And the fire was licking up around the sides of the horse and the whole horse was made of fire. And then as I looked at this horse, the vision pulled out and I saw that it was pulling a chariot as in Elijah surrounded by horses and chariots of fire. Come on, release it right now. In the name of Jesus, go, you fiery chariots and horses. Battle the enemy in the name of Jesus. Allow the angelic realm to come and minister in the name of Jesus right now. Shout, people of God, shout. Shout.
0: here right now this is SG one radio
1: hello once again and welcome to the Yanis Gikuma show where we explore life success principles using the best-selling personal development books of all time starting with the Bible right here on SG one radio thank you so much for staying with me so far Uh, throughout the year I know it has been one of the biggest and the most challenging years that personally I have lived to experience But nevertheless, I think there is hope. That song we just listened there was This is How I Fight My Battles by Susan uh, Chitham. And let me tell you something. It's so encouraging to know as a believer, okay, I am encouraged to know that I am not of my own. And I know that as Jesus said, if I believe in him, I am an ambassador. And every ambassador normally has a protection from the country in which they're in. And I'm telling you, I know for a fact that I am grateful for being an ambassador of the kingdom of God. And I know for a fact there is an enemy out there. He's after my life, but he cannot get close because I am protected. How do you fight your battles? How have you fought your battles through 2020? If you look around, you'll hear many people are trusting in the doctors. Many other people are not trusting in the doctors. There's so much confusion. There's so much uncertainty. There's so much fear. It's so thick you can actually almost touch it. But only you alone close your eyes in the evening. When you close your eyes and those battles come in the dark of the night, how do you fight your battles? Do you stand alone? If you do stand alone, let me encourage you and tell you there is a man who lived, walked the earth, in fact, crucified because of the sin of mankind so that you never have to be alone once you call jesus into your life you never have to be you will never be alone again that is a fact he said i will never leave you nor forsake you if 2020 does not end any other way i would want and i would it will be my desire to invite you to ask jesus to become lord of your life just pray a short prayer and say, Lord Jesus, come into my life and transform me. I never want to be alone again. Welcome back to the show. We are going through the most, uh, the most common fears of man. Uh, and we have looked at four in, uh, in, in depth previously. You can visit some of the previous shows. And today is the final one, the fear of ego death. Now, ego death is something that may that may, sign, may, may sound uh, pseudo psychological, uh, and you will hear it among the so-called people who are speaking about awareness and 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 uh, and the universal connection and all that kind of stuff, which is okay. But it is something that is psychologically will be experienced by every single human being. So it has nothing to do with the things that are far out there. In fact, today psychology is becoming more and more frequently uh, to accept and actually study this field. So what is ego death then? What is ego death? It's the fear of humiliation, shame, or any other mechanism of profound self-disapproval that transcends the loss of integrity, that threatens the loss of integrity of the self. So the threatening of the integrity of you as the way you perceive yourself Is where the fear of ego death comes in and it is again in simplicity just imagine as a kid or as a a grown-up and you're being told to go and stand in public and speak the fear of public speaking is consequent is a consequence of the ego or the fear of the ego death because you're afraid of standing and making a fool of yourself in front of people the fear of shattering and disintegration of one's constructed sense of lovability, capacity, and capability and worthiness. Okay, when you feel as if your worthiness is going to be crushed, and that's why we hate so much to be embarrassed. That's why it's so difficult. That's actually one of the reasons why many superstars, the so called idols, they are in and out of rehab, is because of this psychological um, uh, process called ego death. All right? Now, although the fears are imaginary in nature, okay, they are imaginary in nature because it's stuff that is happening in your head. It doesn't actually happen on the outside. It happens in your head. The reality, though, okay, the reality of them um, or the event through which these things manifest makes this fear become physically tangible. If I told you to close your eyes and imagine a car is coming your way very fast, you're about to cross the road, and you just seen your baby brother or your child go to cross the road, and all of us, it's possible for you to start feeling a certain level of anxiety. Okay, and even though I'm just speaking of the speakers, right? So this is, is just to show you how powerful imagination is, and ego death. So the ego is a part of you. Um, that that talks about yourself, okay? If if you ever think I'm awesome or I'm rubbish or whatever it is you call it, that's your ego speaking, okay? Um, um, so you have the ego, the id, and the super ego, okay? And this is according to uh, one of, of the father of, psycho- of psychology, and he said the ego is the one who which sort of puts things together. I think in the best way, it's your your soul, pretty much your ego represents your soul and the death of your ego is almost like the death of the soul because a soul is the awakening and the realization that you're a human being and you are worth something and that's part of your ego so your, your ego is your chooser your soul is your chooser it's the one who chooses to do this or the other it is the one that gets prideful or fearful and all this other kind of emotional beings uh, or, or, or sensations or states So ego death then is the crushing of that which you thought was. Now if you follow Jesus Christ, I can tell you for sure that you will go through ego death. Now the Bible in the book of John chapter 16, Jesus tells his followers that he is about to experience ultimate death, both ego and bodily death. By humiliation in public, he will be hung naked on a tree and die in the hands of criminals. Imagine your idol being humiliated in such a state. Now, this is Jesus telling his disciples. But in verse 33, he gives them the keys to the new life. And he says, but do not be afraid because these the things I'm going to go through. You are also going to go through. Okay, John chapter 16, go through it and see. He tells them, these are the things that are going to happen to me. And these are the things that are going to happen to To you, you will be hunted like criminals. They will hunt you down like dogs. And some of them will even kill you thinking they are doing a service to God. But do not be afraid because I have conquered the world. I have overcome death. He's still alive at this point. He hasn't been crucified. But he knew who he was. So if you are to become someone, if you are to renew your mind, to renew yourself, you will go through ego death. Ego death, uh, though a psychological experience, can have everlasting consequences. I would ask you, if and when you go through this, now some people go through it through psychedelics and all that kind of stuff, LSD, and other forms of, of chemical-induced uh, experiences, but there is not a more powerful thing than you choosing to follow Jesus Christ and carry your cross, sacrifice your life in the right place for the right reason with eternal purposes and that's none other place than you laying your down your life down and picking up the life that jesus has for you and me because i tell you what he is lord he is coming back i don't know about what you're thinking about right now but i know this for a fact sooner or later we all have to put even our own bodies down And on the other side, we're going to have a different story to tell. Let's listen to another song, No Longer a Slave, because after this, you can no longer remain a slave to fear. Zach Williams. Check this out.
3: Right here,
0: right now, right here, right now, this is SG1 Radio.
1: Hello once again and welcome to the Anes Kuma show where we explore life success principles using the best selling personal development books of all time. Starting with the Bible right here on sg1 radio thank you so much for staying with me i hope you've enjoyed that song there that was by zach williams no longer slaves now 2020 has been those years where even the freest among us have felt like slaves jobs have been taken away our economies are threatened our health is at risk We have lost loved ones. People have looked around and said, where is God? Does he even exist? Some of them have... We have not been to church for almost an entire year. What is going on? But let me tell you, there is hope because slavery is not only on the outside. It starts with the inside. Slavery starts with a state of mind in believing on a limitation. And therefore, freedom... Also ought to start from the inside. And I believe and I know for a fact that through these messages, among others, that you may be listening other places, not the news though, that you and I have been set free for freedom's sake. Jesus died on the cross. And and this may sound preachy and all that, but let me tell you that it's these are historical facts. And I don't know about yourself, but I wasn't born a Christian, right? I was born in a Christian family, but I was not born a Christian. So I had to go through the journey of searching and seeking. And through historical, seeking historical evidence to see whether this Christian God actually did resurrect this man they call Jesus Christ. Or is it just uh, some magical, you know, thing that people believe. I went through that journey. And the one thing that was in common throughout all other faiths, my brother, my sister, my friend, my enemy. The one thing that sets Jesus Christ apart, is that his body has still not been found. The, the tomb is still empty. He resurrected on the day he said he was resurrected. There was countless proof of him showing himself to over 500 plus individuals who saw him with their own eyes. But unfortunately for most other faiths or dogmas, the initiators or the beginners or the so hailed gods of those religions are still dead, and their graves are still somewhere around the world. So I want to welcome you and let you know we are no longer slaves if we choose to believe in him. for whoever the sun sets free is free indeed. anyway, we have now've've concluded today's uh, or other series on the five most common fears that we all face. The fear of extinction. Now, if you're uh, afraid of extinction, I'll give you a name of God that uh, goes beyond uh, uh, life as it's us. This is Yahweh El Olam. This is God all living, all powerful. Fear number two, the fear of mutilation. I'll give you Yahweh Rapha. He is the one who puts you together. He's the one that heals you loss of autonomy the place where you feel as though you are, you are uh, a slave okay? I'll give you Yahweh Hagoel, God the Redeemer the fear of separation for the most part especially if you've been deserted or left by your parents, by your loved one Yahweh El Shaddai He is the all sufficient God And the final fear that we all face is ego death where we are afraid of being crushed the who we know ourselves to be. And I'll give you the spirit of the all-powerful, all-living God. I hope that through this, uh, I hope that some of this information has been helpful. Challenging, yes, and I hope they were challenging. And I do hope and I want to invite you to actually go and take some of this material Go in a little bit deeper and see whether I'm just blabbing or actually got some substance here that could help yourself, your loved one, or in fact, someone else down the line. And 2021 is just around the corner. So let me ask you this. Throughout 2020, what have you found fascinating? What has challenged you? What has built you up? Okay, um, because COVID-19, yeah, for both me and my wife, it fell upon us and, and we managed to go through it. But when fear came calling, I responded by faith and I declared, I'm going to live. Now, can I stand here and say, yeah, I was so powerful. No, 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 no. All I know is this, I'm alive. Okay. And all I know is that my wife is alive and I'm grateful for that. I don't have all the answers, but I have some, I have some suggestions and I have things that I know that I believe. My work on this earth has not yet finished and I'm excited to be alive regardless of what's happening. So how has 2020 changed you? Have, have, have the challenges left you bitter or better? The, tw- the challenges we faced in 2020, have they left you bitter or better? And let me ask you this. How will you make a difference in 2021? How will you make 2021 different? Okay. As for me, 2020 has been the year of realigning my life towards what I, what I think truly matters for me. I have a passion to talk to people. I have a passion to not just talk to people, but talk to people about about realigning their life with God. In a way, I'm almost like a born preacher or something. It's just this deep desire in me it just never leaves, no matter where I try to hide. But not only that, I'm an encourager. I don't believe in talking down to people. I wasn't always like that. I was a very vile person. But I thank God because his spirit has transformed me from the inside out. And should I die in 2021? I think I have three questions that I would want to know that I die having fulfilled them. Number one, did I live in 2021? Number two, will I have made a difference through my contribution to humanity? Number three, will my life have inspired faith in other people? Will I have lived, will I have contributed, and will my life have inspired inspired faith? What questions are you asking about yourself? If you are to reflect in 2020 as the year where we saw so much change in such a short space of time from Brexit deal to COVID-19 and a vaccine being developed in less less than six months, a vaccine, less than six months, whereas it takes over 10 years. This year has been indeed testing and challenging. And I think I would, want you to, I would want to encourage you to take account of this year. So far, here we are, towards the end of 2020. The one year that most of us, uh, or the one year that will go down in history, are the most notorious. I hope the others will not be as bad. But God forbid, even if they are worse, then at least we'll know 2020 is when you know, things changed forever. But I think I would want to hold on to hope that 2021 is going to bring forth a better opportunity a better hope and a better chance for you for myself and for the rest of humanity around the world. And because of how much I believe in in God and in the future and in the brightness of tomorrow I'm going to leave you with one of my most favorite songs by Carrie Job called The Blessing. This is This is a beautiful song. I really love it. And I want to wish you in advance a wonderful, happy new year. And if you're still enjoying the Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas holidays. And take this time out and think, how would you want to shape or to reshape 2021? If you are given that opportunity. And during the new year, I have a wonderful uh, 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 show lined up for you. A number of series to help you, uh, to help yourself and myself. To live a better life so that we can know we lived, we contributed and we made life different for someone else. Here is Carry Job with Elevation Worship with the blessing. God bless you. Happy New Year to you.
0: Right now, this is SG1 Radio.